can I just say, I was outlining and preparing for this episode recording, and I am so stoked for the goodness that is about to happen right now. (laughs) So I'm glad that we're recording because this episode is about to be epic. Today, we're going to be studying one of those famous scriptures in the word. Like, you know, like one of those scriptures that every Christian knows. You're like, like John 3.16 or or um, um, Jeremiah 29.11. Like, it, it's one of those scriptures. But it's it's like one of those things that like we, we quote it all the time. But if we're honest, we're not very good. And I'm saying we as in the body of Christ, we're not as good at at living it out as we are quoting it. And my prayer, Father, Holy Spirit, I'm going to pray right now, is that this word, this specific scripture would go from being written on the page to be written on our hearts. I'm not going to give away what the scripture is quite yet, although maybe you've been able to guess so far after seeing the title of this episode, but let me give you a little bit of context into it. We're going to be talking about overcoming fear and self-sabotage that is keeping you stuck and broke in your online coaching business. Fear is the single most common emotion that if left unchecked is the reason why so many coaching businesses fail. Fear itself is not something to be ashamed of. It's an emotion. God gave us emotions and we all experience emotions and specifically fear to some degree. Like fear itself is not something to be ashamed of. What I'm coming for today is not the fear, not the emotion of fear itself, but rather what happens when that emotion goes unchecked. What happens when we let fear run rampant in our lives? What happens when we let fear make decisions for us? What happens when we let fear run our businesses? What happens to your business when fear conquers you rather than you conquering fear? The answer is self-sabotage. And I, just like you, experience fear in my business. I am not immune to this. And especially recently, which I'll get into in the episode, I'll I'll share something that the Lord has recently showed me that that immediately I was like, ooh, well, there's an emotion (laughs) that I'm familiar with. Um, But as I am working through fear, which does not come from the Lord, by the way, um, but as I'm working through fear, I wanted to pass along to you helpful and practical ways to overcome the fear and self-sabotage that's keeping you stuck and broke in your online coaching business. So friend, I need you to grab your Bible. I need you to grab a pen and a highlighter unless you're driving. Of course, please keep your eyes on the road and let's dive in. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high-ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flopped launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. 
a few years ago, before I was known for being a high ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. So I, like I mentioned to you in the opening of this episode, I've experienced fear a million and one times in my business, probably similar to you. I experienced fear when I even thought about the concept of starting the business. I hadn't even started it really yet. Um, So I, I experienced fear then. I experienced fear again when I was posting content, when I made my very first investment in an online business coach. I spent $6,000 that I didn't have. Uh, so I maxed out three high, three um, not low interest credit cards. I'll put it that way. I experienced fear when I increased my prices. I experienced fear when I got on sales calls. But like I could, I we would be sitting here for hours if I went through probably days, actually weeks maybe, <laughs> if I sat down and told you every single time that I experienced fear in my business. However, the most recent time that I experienced fear was today. It is June 28th that I'm recording this. And let me give you some context as to what has been recently causing me to experience the emotion of fear. Over the last few days, God has been giving me downloads about the next level that he's bringing me to in my business. He's been giving me vision. And I want to be very, very clear that fear itself does not come from the Lord. With that being said, sometimes the Lord gives us a vision of what he wants to do in our life. And because we are limited human beings and we live in a fallen world, we ourselves can experience fear because we're like, oh my gosh, God, that is such a big vision. How can I accomplish that, right? And one of the characteristics about God is that he oftentimes gives us visions that we can only accomplish by partnering with him. So I just want to make that clear distinction that fear itself does not come from the Lord. However, we as humans can feel fear when the Lord gives us vision on something, not because of who God is, but because how we are imperfect as humans. With that being said, sorry if you can hear my dog sneezing in the background. <laughs> it's allergy season, friends. So here, here is a little bit of context as to some things that the Lord has been dropping in my spirit about the next, next season in my business. I am going to be 
having a full-time assistant here very soon, within less than two weeks, the Lord made it very clear that it is time to build a team. I am in the process of running ads. That's a new thing for me. I will be in the future training my assistant to set up sales calls for me and book appointments. I will eventually be training uh, a salesperson to take over my sales calls. I am going to be making High Ticket Powerhouse, my coaching program for coaches who want to learn how to create an irresistible offer and how to make their business into a money-making machine by mastering the art of high ticket sales. That program, you know, the one I talk about all the time, that program is very soon going to be going evergreen. And I'm also going to be starting another program for coaches who have graduated from High Ticket Powerhouse. They're now closing those 5K to 10K months, and now they're ready for multiple five-figure close months, like, like, like 20K months and beyond. I'm going to be creating a different program for them to support them in that next level of coaching. That one's going to be called Six Figure Scale. And then what the Lord has most recently showed me, I'm like nervously laughing because I'm like, Lord, only with you can this happen, is he has revealed to me that I will someday, not currently, but someday be building out a sales agency where I train high ticket closers with people that can sell high ticket coaching programs and do it very, very well and very skilled and very tactfully. Um, also with integrity, I'll be training people um, to become high ticket closers so that other multiple six-figure and seven-figure coaches can hire my sales agents to close sales for them during their launches, okay? So that in and of a nutshell, and that wasn't even all the details. That's just like, (laughs) that's just a piece of the pie, my friend. Um, That is what the Lord has recently dropped in my spirit. Might I also add that none of that is currently like 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 all running right now. Like I've dabbled in a few of those things, but like none of those things that I just shared with you, are, I have not done them with excellence yet. Like I, those are not things that I would have on my resume if I had an up-to-date resume. I do not because I decided to, <laughs> to start my, create my own dream job. Who else? Who else? I know that y'all are raising your hand. Um, Bottom line, what I'm saying is that I would be lying if I said that when I look at this list of things that I just read off to you, goals that I have, vision that the Lord has given me for my business, I would be lying to you if I said that my brain wasn't freaking out a little bit about it, okay? Um, I would be lying to you if I said that I did not feel fear when I look at this list of things that the Lord has dropped in my spirit. Why? Why? Does my brain feel afraid? Why do I feel that emotion of fear? The biggest reason is I've never done any of this before, okay? It is unfamiliar to me. Here's something that you need to understand. Whatever is unfamiliar to you, your brain perceives that as unsafe, danger. Do not enter. Do not take a step forward. Caution, red lights, emergency signals, like your brain freaks out anytime there is something in your life that is unfamiliar. Why? Because your brain's job is to keep you safe and to keep you alive. And so how can your brain keep you safe and alive if it doesn't, if it can't predict what's about to happen to you? Your brain can only predict accurately what it has already experienced. 
Okay. So if the Lord is dropping something in your spirit, that is you approaching or taking on a project that you have not yet done before, it would only make scientific neurological sense that your brain would freak out about that. Not because you're not qualified, not because you can't do it, but because your brain is trying to keep you safe and it, and it, it sees anything as unpredictable, haven't been done before, unfamiliar as unsafe. Okay, so it starts sending you all these warning signals that you are perceiving as fear telling you, don't go forward. Don't you join that coaching program. You don't have that money. Who do you think you are thinking that you could absolutely, you you think that you could, you could have a 5k month? No, you can't. Look at you. That I'm, (laughs) now hear me. That was not me telling you that. What I'm sharing with you is potential thoughts that are going through your brain. Okay. That is fear talking. Okay. Another, another, um, another way that the brain may reveal fear is by something called buffering. So buffering is when you know what you need to do, but for whatever reason, you find every, everything else that you want, that you're going to accomplish first before you go tackle that thing that you know you really need to do. Sometimes people are aware of this, okay? It's like when, when, the, when somebody's like, man, I really need to go to the gym, but I don't really want to right now, so I'm going to go do this, that, and the other instead. That would be an example of somebody consciously buffering, okay? They know that they're procrastinating something. But oftentimes, and friends, this is where it gets really, really important to have awareness. You can subconsciously buffer. You can be buffering without knowing that you're buffering. Your brain is just doing it subconsciously without your permission in order to keep you safe because it perceives that that what you really need to do is unfamiliar or unsafe in some way, okay? Because I've done the inner work, I, I've worked with my neuroscience and Christian mindset mentor, Betsy Crony. I've had her on the podcast multiple times. She's also the neuroscience and mindset mentor for Powerhouse. I, I've worked with her and because I've done that work, I can now recognize my emotions for what they are. And although I'm not perfect at it, I can better approach them from a curious state asking, hmm, why am I thinking this? Why am I feeling this? Rather than simply just defaulting to allowing fear to run my business. You would not believe how often I talk to coaches who tell me that they are struggling in their business, they're struggling to get the clients, they're struggling to make money, they don't know how to put together an irresistible offer. They don't know how to pitch it. They don't know how to sell. They don't know where to find their ideal client. They don't know what content to post. Like they're my ideal client, right? Like they are They are exactly who I am out here to serve. They're, they are exactly who I created High Ticket Powerhouse for, okay? Um, all of those things are true, but and, and they tell me that they want me to help them, okay? Hey, Cammie, I'm really, really struggling and I, and I want you to help me. I need you to help me. But then- Right at like, right when it comes time to make a decision, guys, this happens all the time. The person who just told me that what they're doing isn't working and just told me that they wanted me to help them, they, they run back to their comfort zone and they back out of joining High Ticket Powerhouse because they're too scared to take the leap. So they run back to comfort. Now, this is not me shaming and this is not me judging because, hey, I too have felt all those emotions before. Okay. However, I want you to recognize that 
this is a form of self-sabotage. I'm not saying that anybody who has ever said no to high ticket powerhouse is self-sabotaging. That's that's not what I'm saying. I recognize that my program is not the right fit for everybody. I'm also telling you that I know for a darn fact that there are maybe a dozen or more women that honestly might be listening to the podcast right now. I'm just going to go ahead and be bold. Who backed out or said no or maybe didn't even apply to high ticket powerhouse not because it wasn't a good fit. Maybe they told themselves it wasn't a good fit. Maybe they told themselves it wasn't the right time. But 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 really what was happening is fear got the best of them. Okay. And we and we've all had that experience where fear has gotten the best of us. So that leads me to our topic today. Three tips to overcome fear and self-sabotage that is keeping you stuck and that is keeping you broke in your online coaching business. And I'll, I know that that may sound harsh. Kami, you mean it's keeping me stuck and keep me broke? It's it's well, okay. Then then what would you call it? If 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 it's not keeping you stuck and broke, then what would you call it? Okay, so let's just call it what it is. Fear and self sabotage oftentimes keeps coaches stuck and broke in their businesses. Um, we're gonna go through three tips. Okay, these are really practical. And I'll say simple things to understand, but not necessarily always easy to implement. So let's just go through that. The first thing that you need to do is you need to have self. The first thing that you need to do in order to overcome fear and self-sabotage in your business is have brain awareness. Now, we've touched on this a little bit, but it is pivotal that you understand how your brain works, okay? Your brain is the single most important organ in your body when it comes to making decisions, both conscious and subconscious decisions. Isn't it fascinating that we all have these brains that sit between our ears and we have them our whole lives, and yet nobody, or should I say very rarely, unless you're going to school to be a doctor, Very rarely do we ever learn how to manage these things. It's interesting because our brains like have a mind of their own. And I know that that's kind of like a pun intended um, statement to make. But but really, do you like have you ever heard the phrase like you only use 10% of your brain? I don't know what the actual statistic is. I haven't done research on it. But I've heard that phrase before you only use 10% of your brain. What that lends me to know is that we are as a society, wildly unaware of our brains. And we're, we're, we're not aware fully how they work. However, we do know that they are crucial to our success or to the failure of whatever may be at hand, whether that's a relationship, whether that's our finances, whether that is our health, fill in the blank, okay? Because you are using your brain so much in everyday life, specifically when it comes to strategizing, creating, building your business, it is only, it only makes sense that you actually understand how your brain works. So what that means is, in the context of this conversation, is understanding how your brain perceives fear. And I won't repeat myself completely. Um, You can go back and rewind a couple minutes to hear what I was saying earlier. But understand this, that your brain's number one job is to keep you safe. And it perceives that if something is unfamiliar, aka you haven't done it before, okay, let, so let's go through some examples. Um, starting the business, investing in the coach, creating the offer, making the post, starting the podcast, 
reaching out to that potential client, like whatever it is, whatever is uncomfortable for you, your brain is sending signals to you that, hey, that's dangerous. That's unsafe. And oftentimes that that will come up as an emotion of fear that intentionally is there to keep you from moving forward. Okay, now this this is a system that was divinely programmed into our brains. And although it may feel annoying at times, it's actually very good because, um, you know, this is what keeps us safe when we're driving. This is what helps us to, you know, stay alive and protected in our daily lives. However, when it comes to building a business, your brain, if left unchecked, can make fear run rampant in your life because your brain has a nine times negativity bias. That means that when you look at a situation, you are nine times more likely to see it negatively than positively. AKA, if I were to paraphrase in my in, in Cammy's words over here, um, you are probably nine times more likely to feel fear than confident when it comes to an unfamiliar experience in your business. Okay, AKA investing or creating the offer or raising your prices, et cetera. Okay. So you need to be brain aware. You need to study the organ that is making the decisions on your behalf every day, day in and day out. Uh, Your brain is running your life and it is 90% of your day is ran by subconscious thoughts, meaning thoughts that you're not actually aware of. Like your subconscious mind is is running 90% of your day. You are only consciously thinking about 10% of your day. So friend, if you're looking at your business and you're disappointed with the results, it could be said, and in fact, Betsy Crony has said it, my mindset and neuroscience mentor who's been on the podcast multiple times, that your subconscious brain is running 90% of your business. I want you to imagine for your moment. If your subconscious brain is primed to make decisions from a place of fear, then what do you think the results are going to be in your business? Terrible. They're going to be terrible results because your brain is subconsciously making fear-based decisions on your behalf without your permission. Okay? So you need to become brain aware. Number two, you need to become self-aware. Now, this is this is different than brain aware. This is self-aware. Ask yourself, why am I feeling fearful right now? Okay, it's unfamiliar. Got it. My brain doesn't like familiar. What else? Okay. Oh, this situation triggers me because, and I'll I'll create an example, because three years ago, I tried to do this exact same thing and it didn't work out the way that I wanted to. And so that's the only example that my brain has of me approaching the situation. So it's automatically defaulting me to say, hey, remember when this didn't work out last time? Yeah, it's not going to work out again. Oh, okay. So now I understand why I'm triggered by it. Oh, so you mean that if I default to fear right now that I would be making a decision from a place of trauma? Yes. Um, I'm going to share with you something that that Betsy um, has told me. Fear is a feeling and it is proven like in science. Like this is not an opinion. This is a fact. It is proven that you cannot have a feeling without having a thought first. Meaning if you are feeling fearful... If you are feeling anxious, whether you are consciously recognizing or not, you had a thought that triggered that feeling. So have you ever heard somebody say like, man, I'm just anxious right now. And someone's like, well, how come? I don't know. Mm, That's a red flag. Um, Maybe you're not consciously aware yet of why you're anxious or why you're fearful. However, 
that's an indication that you need to sit down with a journal and start asking yourself questions and start digging. Why? Why am I fearful? Why am I anxious right now? And get to the root thought because it is proven that you cannot have an emotion without a thought. What are you thinking? Remember, your brain is primed to have a nine times negativity bias. That means that maybe you're starting to think about things like, well, what if it all goes wrong? What if I invest in this coach and like I waste all my money? Well, what if like, what if I do this payment plan and you know, I don't have enough money for all the payments. So like, like what if I don't sign a client by month four when, when that next payment's due? Or like, what if, what if, what if I do this and it doesn't work? Like, do you see how your brain starts asking you questions and they're negative? Your brain is hardwired to answer the questions that you ask yourself. And if you are primed to ask yourself negative questions because your brain has a nine times negativity bias, then your brain is going to give you negative answers. So if you ask yourself, man, what if this all goes wrong? What if I fall flat on my face? What if it's a disaster? What if I waste money? Your brain is going to answer you those questions. It's like what people say. If you look for the negative, you're going to find it. Ask yourself better questions. What if this goes amazing? What if this is one of the best investments, not only in my just my business, but my entire life. What if I get results that are so amazing, they are beyond my wildest expectations? What if this coach is actually as good of a mentor as they seem? And what if they're actually telling me the truth? What if their program is actually just as amazing as it is in the presentation? What if this changes my life forever in the best possible way? Friend, ask yourself better questions. And your brain is primed to answer them, which means that it is going to be now searching for answers. So whatever you focus on grows. Have you ever heard that phrase? I bet you have. Um, it's, it's a pretty common phrase. I've heard it. I, I, I've, I feel like it's a fairly common phrase. If you haven't, then the phrase is whatever you focus on grows. That's not because of some weird like mind magic that we have that like, oh my gosh, if I focus on this thing, it's going to grow, grow, grow because I have some sort of like mind manifestation magic. No, it's not. Here's why that, that phrase is true. Whatever you focus on, whatever you tell your brain to concentrate on, whatever questions you ask, another way is what that could be said. Whatever questions you ask your brain, you are telling your brain to go search for answers. Remember when I told you that your brain is, um, or your day is ran 90% by subconscious thoughts. That means your brain is operating 90% of the time without you actually being in awareness of it. So if you tell your brain to focus on something and all of a sudden it starts showing up in your life, that's not manifestation. That's your subconscious brain looking for ways to get that thing to you. Okay, and not in some magic way. That's your brain solving problems and trying to bring new opportunities to you that maybe you didn't see the last time because you were hyper-focusing on the negative. This isn't manifestation. This is biblical truth that science is confirming what the Bible already told us. What you focus on grows. So be really, really careful what questions you're asking yourself. That was number two, self-awareness. And lastly, number three, spirit awareness. Friend, you need to be aware of the Holy Spirit. 
and how the Holy Spirit speaks. And that is what today's um, where today's scripture comes into play. So I'm going to read to you 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And maybe at this point, you've already guessed that that was the famous scripture that we were studying today. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Now, it's interesting that people oftentimes hyper-focus on the first part of that statement. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. And that makes sense because it's the first statement in the sentence. And we go back to our brains being nine times more primed for the negative. That That's a negative. I mean, it's, it's, it's good news, but it's saying that God has not given you essentially like a, a negative spirit of fear, right? It, it's hyper-focusing on the negative in the sense that like, fear and timidity are not good things, right? So it would make sense that our brain would like really hyper-focus on that, on that statement. What people do not focus nearly as much on in this scripture is, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So again, it's, it's a matter of what are you hyper-focusing on? Are you focusing on the fear and the timidity or are you telling your brain to focus on power, love, and self-discipline? So if the father is giving us a mind that is full of power, authority in Christ, love, because God is love, and self-discipline. Woof! That is a word for all of us. Discipline. There's another scripture in the Bible. I won't be able to quote it perfectly or tell you where it is, but I'll paraphrase it. Um, that discipline is not enjoyable while it's happening, but it will reap um, a harvest of benefits for those who are trained in its way. Discipline. Isn't it interesting? I, oh, is there another scripture? I need to look it up. One second. Okay, I'm back. I just needed to go do a little little digging. And I want to uh, bring, this is actually not in my notes. So I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit like dropped this in today's podcast. I want to bring your attention to two more verses that kind of allude to the concept of self-discipline when it comes to the way you think. Because too many of us, myself included, are um, letting our minds run rampant and wild and then we're shocked when our businesses are not looking the ways that we want them to. So um, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Okay, so when I told you to focus on positive, start start focusing on opportunity rather than negative negativity and what's not happening, that's not like some amazing cami like like mind-blowing moment that's biblical scripture like that's principle okay here's another one we demolish arguments and every pretension that that sets itself up against the knowledge of god and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to christ Meaning, you have to make your thoughts obedient. They're not going to default to being obedient to Christ. Your thoughts, friends, sorry to break it to you. Your thoughts are not going to just, just naturally align with biblical scripture. We are fallen humans living in a fallen world. You have to take your thoughts captive, aka be self-disciplined in your thoughts, and make them obedient to Christ. How do you do that? Brain awareness, self-awareness, spirit awareness. If you continue to default to fear and run back to comfort as an online coach, you will not, you you will not, absolutely will not experience the full blessing that God has for you in your business. 
It's not possible because God didn't give you the spirit of fear. And if you're defaulting to fear and letting fear run your decisions and thus run your business, then you're going to miss out on what God has for you. So if you're ready to draw a line in the sand and finally tell fear, that's enough. No more. My success is inevitable because I have Christ on my side who has anointed me to do this work. And I'm going to take whatever uncomfortable, aligned, Holy Spirit action I need to take in order to experience God's best for my business. Then I invite you to go down in the show notes and get my free training that talks about the four secrets to getting more clients and turning your coaching business into a money-making machine. This training is so powerful in the practicality that it brings for business strategies that totally change the game, not only for my business, but for my clients as well. Just just um, yesterday in Powerhouse, one of my clients had a sales call and the person that she had the sales call with uh, verbally agreed to pay $3,147 in full for her program. And my client said that she almost cried in that moment. Of course, tears of joy, tears of happiness. Um, But isn't that amazing? Like these are principles that I am teaching that have changed my business. These four secrets have changed my business. They're changing currently. They have changed previous powerhouse students' businesses, and they're in the process of changing a new round of powerhouse students' businesses. And I want you to to let you in on these secrets, okay? Four secrets to getting more clients and turning your coaching business into a money making machine. It's a free training down in the show notes. If you're ready to tell fear no more, that's enough. And I invite you to go get that free training. It's absolutely free. $0.00. There's absolutely no reason not to get it. Um, I do ask you to make a commitment though. If you're going to get it out of respect, can I just pull this card for a moment? I'm just going to pull this card. Maybe you think I'm being petty. It's okay if you do. Um, Out of respect for the work that I did, the hours that I poured into this training, um, the, the thoughts that how much I, how much intention I poured over it, please out of respect for that, actually watch it. Please don't be one of the people that get the training and then then just like never watch it. Like, please actually watch the training. Okay. I love you guys. And I'll see you on Monday. Hey coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear. Even if it stung a little every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible Babies in Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you, I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode.